Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast that goes out via a substack called La Kaka. I wanted to talk about migration today uh, in the context of our focus at the Kaka on housing affordability, climate change and poverty reduction. Because New Zealand's very high migration rate over the last 20 years has left us with a population growth of 15 to 2%, which has been much faster than the infrastructure uh, that we have built over the years. We had assumed population growth of around about half a percent in our planning, if there was any planning, and we therefore uh, invested along those lines. Uh, we have a migration policy that was, and pretty much still is, a bipartisan policy. This is where um, we have, in theory, a very loose and broad target or limit for the number of people who will get permanent residency. For a long time, across uh, across the elect- uh, the voting spectrum and also between the two parties and over multiple terms, there was a policy of allowing about 50,000 new residents to be awarded every year. And uh, that was broadly in line with the idea that you would have half percent to one percent economic half percent to one percent population growth. Uh, that uh, policy essentially is unchanged, although it's interesting Labour dropped it in the last couple of years of its term. And we've yet to see it uh, revived under the national government. Now you may ask, hang on a minute, I thought we'd just had a lot of migration and we were certainly having more than 50,000. That's true, because what I'm talking about there is the permanent residency not the number of work visas or people on temporary migration. The big story for New Zealand's migration scene in the last decade really has been this enormous growth of people with temporary work visas. They typically last upwards of three years, although we have an awful lot of people who are rolling and remain as temporary work work visa holders, even though they've been here for a decade or more and have family and schools and have brought out family and uh, all sorts of awful stories uh, come about because of that. Uh, people who are kicked out for, for no good reason because of health issues or um, we've all heard the stories. Well, uh, in the election campaign, both major parties seem very keen on very fast net migration. The problem is, of course, they don't have any sort of plan or one that's realistic in Acknowledging the one and a half to two percent growth we've had over the last twenty to thirty years, by the end of October, net migration got up to a record high, one hundred and eighteen thousand. And during the election campaign, the then opposition leader and now Prime Minister Christopher Luxon was very keen on uh, ramping up migration to fill uh, job shortages or to fill labour shortages. However, uh, yesterday. Uh, in a couple of interviews and in the post-cabinet news conference he said that 118,000 was unsustainable. Now this is happening in the context 
of Australia yesterday announcing a halving of its net migration intake for many of the same reasons, um, properly debated over there but not here, um, in that there's a shortage of housing. So rents are rising very fast and house prices, <coughs> amazingly this year, are up 10% in Australia. And so uh, now Christopher Luxon is saying that 118,000 is unsustainable. Well, so what is sustainable? And he was asked that question in the news conference. And he said uh, that uh, he didn't know and he wasn't going to set a target because it was impossible to set targets. Uh, the argument is that because New Zealand can't control the uh, New Zealand residents going out and coming back, it's impossible to try and come up with some sort of useful target. Uh, and that allows a delusion to persist. And the delusion is that the temporary migration that we have, the temporary migrants, are only filling a temporary labour shortage and therefore we don't need to build infrastructure for them. Roads, schools, hospitals. However, so many of those temporary migrants eventually get permanent residency and there was a huge number that were given permanent residency because of the lockdown, a special visa, uh, which granted permanent residency to everyone who was here during the lockdown. And uh, this has meant that we now are in a situation where we get the one and a half to two percent population growth, but we are telling ourselves that last year's surge was the, the temporary surge and we're going to go back to 0.5 percent population growth. Now this is all uh, relevant because now uh, Christopher Luxon has asked his immigration minister Erica Stanford to do a review of those high numbers. He's talking here in particular about the accredited employer work visa scheme, which has um, been abused and used by the previous Labour government to ramp up migration in an attempt to um, uh, get the economy really pumping and to do it in a low uh, inflation way. And that worked, but it meant that we've had significant amounts of um, fraud, migrant abuse, and the stories we've heard of dozens of people jammed into a single house in South Auckland and uh, agents effectively selling residency or at least jobs into New Zealand. In theory, there's a review going on behind the scenes, which was uh, supposed to be reporting soon, uh, set up by the previous government. Be interesting to know where that is. So, um, what should we be targeting? I think we should be realistic and uh, accept that for whatever reason, our economy, our society, our politicians, uh, our workers, our, wor our employers can't seem to exist without one and a half to two percent population growth. And realistically, in an era when we're going to be a, um, uh, a climate safe haven, we need to acknowledge that. But when you do acknowledge one and a half to two percent, you really need uh, a proper infrastructure funding system and essentially high taxes and charges to pay for all the roads and schools and hospitals and railways and buses that, and not to mention houses that, and pipes that you need to cope with all this extra people. You also need to acknowledge that 
if you're going to continue to have one and a half to two percent until let's say the end of the century that's a country with 20 million people in it uh, no one's talking about that of course because uh, it would scare the hell out of everyone but that's the mathematical conclusion of where you get to if you simply straight line your population growth that we've seen for 20 years and that's not a short period and so these are the questions that uh, Christopher Luxon wouldn't answer uh, because if he did he'd have to acknowledge 20 million and all the infrastructure not to mention political challenges that go with it. I actually think we should uh, acknowledge and be open and go for one and a half to two percent. Not everyone agrees with we on that. Uh, there's a lot of people quite happy with the um, the crowdedness, if you like, of Aotearoa New Zealand at the moment. And you know, not everyone has benefited from mass migration in the past, but. It is a fact that we're going to be the most attractive place on the planet when temperatures go on average three degrees above pre-industrial levels. There are a hundred million people in North and South Asia who will be rich, who will want to um, have bolt holes, bases, alternative places to live uh, for when their own societies and um, geographies become impossible to live in and we have the biggest moat on the planet so we should be talking about this and maybe this is an opportunity I don't think Christopher Luxon let alone the Labour Party is going to grab it uh, the only party that's ever talked about it and they only did it very briefly was the Green Party about four or five years ago when James Shaw suggested 1% as an appropriate population growth level um, that lasted about a week before uh, he was um, uh, pushed out of it by his own supporters who saw it as somehow anti-migration. Interesting um, conundrum there. Uh, I'm Bernard Hickey. Uh, that was the Dawn Chorus.